Super excited to get into the book of John. I have been through a lot of the New Testament so far, but I haven't gotten to a gospel yet on this podcast. Excited to get into one. I'm going to be getting into John right now. And as I'm reading through the first chapter of John, there is a lot in the first chapter, especially at the beginning. And this is for me, as you may or may not know, this podcast, it's just me reading through scripture, like my daily devotions, to spend time with God, I get into his word, I pray, and I just let him speak to me. And this podcast is a reflection of that. And as I get into John, there is a section in here at the beginning, it's, I think it requires more study. So what I'm doing here isn't much of a study, is as much as it is me just spending time with God and letting him speak to me. There is definitely some advantage, though, to, to taking some time and do some study. So get out some commentaries and get out some of the books and references. It's going to help you better understand what's happening at, uh, in Scripture. When you're doing that, you tend to mine up, you tend to dig up even more, and the Scriptures become even more impactful. There is just a big difference in culture from especially the 2018 America, the USA, in comparison to the Jerusalem of 2,000 years ago. And then even if you're getting into the Old Testament, it's even a couple thousand years before that when things are really dated back to. So just having the study of the original language and the culture and everything just there's some things that can come out and even be more impactful than just doing some light reading through. And so the beginning of John, I get a strong sense of that. Like there is something I'm missing just reading through this. So I, in the back of my head, is like, all right, next time I want to sit down and do some studying, I'm going to want to start off in John chapter one, because it does look like it's referencing Genesis, like the beginning of time, like it's, the format just seems to be the same. All that being said, there is a verse that stands out to me kind of in my light reading though. And most likely you don't know who I am or where I've grown up, but I did grow up in a small town in southeastern Michigan called Ortonville. I'm almost positive that you have not heard of this town. It is a small town, lots of back roads, dirt roads, and it was one of those places where when you're in high school, you know just about everybody, at least know their name and face, and you don't necessarily have to know everybody personally, but you just like, oh, I know that person, that's John, and I know that person, that's Sarah. You just, you just know who they are because you've been around them long enough, and the school's small enough to where you kind of know at least everybody by face. I'm not sure where you've grown up. But it seems like there was a lot of people in our class that just, man, they wanted to just leave the small town. Get me out of here. I love my small town. I love it. It is just, just being able to know familiar faces. You kind of know everybody. Anytime I go to the one grocery store that's in town, you run into somebody you know. That is something to me that has a lot of value. But if you think about it, I didn't really have any choice of where I grew up. I didn't have a choice. I didn't get to decide I wanted to grow up in Nortonville. That was something that was out of my control. And in our life, there's actually a lot of things that aren't in our control that we can either be judged on or judge ourselves on. That's what I love about God, because He takes the people and the circumstances that you would not think would be powerful or impactful, and He decides to use people in those situations more times than not. 
to impact the world in a great way, including Jesus. If you're picturing the king of the universe sending his son to the earth to save his people from their own sin, you would expect him to be born of a royal family in a super nice area with lots of influence and power. But when you read through John, you're realizing that's not the case. Now Jesus has just been baptized from John the Baptist, and he's calling his disciples at this point in John chapter 1, and in verse 43 and following, it says this. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip. He said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one that Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. Sounds like Nazareth wasn't really the, <laughs> the place of kings. Jesus have the most humble of humble beginnings, being born in a barn with animals, to growing up in a place where nearly nothing good comes from, Nazareth. He came and he changed the world. That's encouraging to me because it doesn't matter what my circumstances are, where I've grown up, what sort of influence I have, the people that I know, the income that I make, none of those things matter because God is going to use whoever wants to be used by him. God can change this world through you. It doesn't matter where you've come from because he can change you and make you anew. This has been encouraging to me to listen to and to read. I hope it encourages you. And as always, I want us to make God a priority again. So spend some time in his word today. Make some time for God today. You won't regret it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.